With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Middlesex County Cricket League podcast. My name's Dan Huff from Twickenham. The days are getting a bit longer. I was out walking this afternoon smelling freshly cut grass. Cricket is nearly upon us. We've just got a couple of weeks more before the county league season begins. So, as has become, I guess, something of a tradition, we've got three esteemed guests to talk us through what's going to happen in, in terms of the 2023 season. First up, we've got Salman Ali from North London. Sal, how are you? Yeah, Dan, not too bad. It's going well to the back talk quarter past two onwards when sort of things changed at London Stadium, but still. Yeah. And I wasn't going to mention it, to be honest. But, no, um, we're speaking about them. Good, you know, win or lose or draw. Are you messing? I'm saying messing it up. I would say we're just getting the jitters. Getting, I feel we look a bit tired in certain areas. Precious telling, and you've got the beast of city hanging over your shoulder. It's never going to be easy, is it? I suppose so. Yeah, next game but one, right? To Eastlands, is that right? It is, yes. It is. Um, 26th or 25th of April, yeah. So, mm, yeah, intriguing times. And uh, even bigger news you've got a new washing machine, haven't you? Well, no. It's going to come next week now. There was a bit oh, of delay. Uh, there's an issue with one of my pipes that was leaking, so it couldn't be fitted. So, well, I'm, I'm quite by... relieved given that your washing machine has made appearances on this podcast before. Yeah. Next week, oh, well, I hope... hopefully, yeah. Yeah, I hope you get a new one then so you can, you know, be, be, be smelling as radiant as ever yeah. when, when, when you're done in the white coat. Um, umpiring this season. And you, you are umpiring this year? Yeah, yeah, got my first game next Saturday. Our North London ones playing Harrow in a friendly, so I'll be doing that game. Super, good stuff. Also, Matt Robinson from Actonians. Matt, how are you? You good? Very well, thanks, Dan. Yeah. Now, let me get this right. There was a promotion party at the end of last season for an Actonian side, right? For those who don't remember, we Actonian's did. teams have been ridiculously consistent over the last decade, haven't they? We have, yeah. No promotions, but no relegations either. So, yeah, last year we managed to beat the title winners and, uh, yeah, we but the came second. Yeah, and got promoted. Yeah. So it was, yeah, yeah a big, big evening. I bet it was. I bet it was. Great stuff, great stuff. I, I know Sal and I weren't invited. Yeah, <laughs> maybe next year, boys. This year. Yeah, we'd have eaten you out of house and home. We talk so much about cricket teas and food. They don't have an M2. It costs us too much. Cool. Well, congratulations on that one. That's always good to hear. And last but not least, Sahil Kerr. Sahil, how are you? You good? 
Very well, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me as always. Yeah, spend my winters uh, either watching Spurs or my local side KPL. So cricket season could yeah. not come sooner is all I would say. Almost a shame. That we I was going to say, two things. First of all, QPR, you, you're not going down, are you? Or are you? You might be. If, if, the, if, if the last four weeks is any evidence, we are definitely going down. But we shall see. We shall see. We could be playing you next season, Nick. What? I must admit, I fancy. I've never seen Shrewsbury Town play at Loftus Road. So, I'm, I, no disrespect, but I, I'm all over that. You know, that'd be great. <laughs> so, but yeah, we'll, we'll deal with that later. And the pavilion at Acton is nearly done, right? Yeah, exciting times. It's been a it's been a long hard slog, and John Reeve in particular, the clubs have been has been moving mountains, and and we're nearly there. A couple of lost delays, but hopefully we should be in there for the first or the third week of season. So, so for, for the first team anyway, probably in 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 the sort of first or second week of May, which is exciting. And I think having a home after a few years of changing along the side along along the boundary and I, line I totally be a welcome here where you're coming from there we, we renovated our t- pavilion at Twickenham back in 2004 so it feels like an eternity ago and and I remember that the hoops so we had to jump through and all the little things that you forget so and John Reeves has been pushing that on for three or four years absolutely and and yeah just a little plug to our little community club here but you know we've done that with no Impressive. national governing body support so it's, it's been an absolutely brilliant effort by by the community by people here and there so it'll be brilliant to find that done well look forward to seeing it because i think um twickenham play acton on june the 4th can't remember if we're playing at our place or your place but if it's your place then uh, yeah we'll definitely come down and have a, have a good gander fantastic it's ours. Yeah. cool now 2023 the season is upon us as i say sal what's changed since 2022 is there anything you want to you want to flag up what, what do we need to know in terms of what awaits us? Well, what, in terms of the Premier Division itself or in Tournament in general? Well, I think in terms of the league, I mean, it's grown a bit, right? Yeah, yeah, we've got seven divisions now. Just have a quick check here. We've got some new sides joined this season. So, I think eight divisions. Eight divisions, it? okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so, actually, I've got seven down here, Dan, for the ones, so maybe this has not been added onto the website. I think it's, oh, seven. I think it's seven plus a prep. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, apologies, yeah, yeah, yeah you are. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. got some new sides that joined the league this season who will be obviously participating in, in Division 7, so... And the new sides are new and gladiators, London Warriors. Yeah, she, I think we're previously the Ultimate Warriors, so they've changed name. The Metadors, London Desperados, Kingsman, and Harlington Meadows, all playing Division Seven cricket. So, be interested to see how those guys get on this season. If there's any sort of you know potentially sides who might want to try and do a crouch end from Division Seven, be interesting to see. But yeah, as I said, the league is ever expanding. And we'll. And, you know, just to flag it up now, we know very little about those sites for obvious reasons. They're all new. If you're listening and you've got something to tell us, then then you know, drop, drop Sal, me, or anybody to do with the league line, and we'll, we'll we'll gladly talk to talk to the wider world about how you're getting. Well, I do I do like the fact that Kingsmen are starting off their cricketing journey with the county league on the sixth of May, which is like the coronation of the king, right? It's spooky, there. Uh, something nicely fitting about it all that. It could yeah. mean something. Yeah. Yeah, you know, who knows where that will take. It's probably nowhere, but but yeah. So the league's got a bit bigger, eight divisions. And that means we've got 24 divisions overall. That's an awful lot of cricket to be played. We've got six divisions in the second 11 stream this year. And we've got 10, including a Division 6B. We had a Division 6 last year. We now got Division 6 A and B in the third tier. We can't possibly hope to cover all of that. But we do want to hear if there are any particular stories out there that are... That the, the, the wider world might need to know a little bit about. So again, if you're listening and you've got something that you think we need to know, drop us a line. We're only as good as the information we we get. Now, one of the things we always do, of course, is talk a little bit about who we think might do well and who we think might not do so well. And reflecting on how this panned out last year, Sal, you were the man, right? Three of your seven predictions, as it was then, actually 
came came up trumps, didn't they? What was the secret of your success? Actually, got two that came second as well. Um, bit of guessing, maybe a bit of research, but it's, it's always hard, isn't it? I mean, this year, I think it's going to be even harder because of the divisions we've got this year and the sides in each one. If I'm happy, I'll be happy to get two. So let's see how we go. Well, I think you do yourself a bit of a disservice. I mean, Teddington and Harrow Town and Wickham House were your three correct guesses last year, and they they they, they were strong sides. And and I think yeah, you you mentioned that right at the beginning, and they they came through and and performed very impressively. I mean, so here you didn't do so bad. You got you got two right there. You got you got Wickham House as well and Bronsbury, decent record. Robbo, you got so you got Teddington as well. There's only one of us who didn't get any right at all, and I think we should probably move on at this point because all seven of my predictions were downright rubbish, which, you know, there we go. This year, Sal, where do we start? Premier Division. You're the man who follows the Premier League for the website. You know more about the Prem than, than all of us put together. What are you thinking for 2023? I've done a bit of research into this, actually, so I'm hoping, actually, put it all go wrong now, so we're having done some research now. So, first of all, I mean, Tenants are obviously running champions, and they'll be probably warm favourites that should retain it. But since Ealing had that sort of amazing run um, towards the end of the late, Sort of 2000 period into 2010 11. Since 2011, no side that year will retain the Premier League. So we're talking 12, 13 years now, I think, where no one actually retained the league. So this obviously shows you how hard it is to do that. And that's the feat Tedders have to try and overcome this year if they want to sort of, you know, be, be champs again. And it, it, I think it's one, I mean, it's probably quite obvious to work this out, but the, the league is one for me in the overs cricket. Again, when you look at stats from the last few seasons that have gone past, if you win seven or eight of your one-day stuff, you're generally going to come in the top two. So we're looking at sides that have got match winners, you know, guys who can take the game and scruff it on there. And also sides that are balanced, who have got enough in the one-day side to actually to win games regularly. I've had a few chats with some captains. I won't give away too much because we do have our previews coming out pretty soon. But having spoken to some of the captains I've managed to get hold of so far, I think this year could be a bit tighter. Tenton have lost one of their key key bowlers. And after done this year, he's moving on to Kent. I think they'll miss him. He's a very good left arm spinner, lots of control, can bat as well. But as as you know, as expected, they have recruited. They've got an overseas coming over from Queensland, I think. He plays on the same side as Steve McGiffin, who I'll come to in a minute. So, you know, they're not going to be weakened too much. They still have Andrew Brewster, who was phenomenal last season with the ball, took countless quick hits, bowled long spells, and talking to Alistair the other day, he just loves playing, just loves bowling, just loves playing for them bowlers who can't get the ball off. So he's obviously very potent. I do feel Hampstead could have a good season. I always felt that the bowling's been a bit weak, but McGiffin is back this season, which won't be good news to most bowlers in, in, in the Prem. Had a great season last season. He's played for Queensland side this year, this year in the one-day stuff. He's bowling as well. Now, so last year, but didn't bowl too much, where this season he's actually bowling. He's bowled a lot of overs here in the winter in Australia, taking 28 wickets at around 18, I think it was the average. So he's going to be useful. And they've also strengthened a couple of other guys in the batting ranks and they've also, also picked up some bowlers as well. So I think Hampstead could be a side to watch in regards to the title this year. I think in the past, I think their wicket's been so good, though, so it's gone against them because it becomes a run first of Limited in the road. But with where we've had so far, it could be where wickets are not so easy to bat on early on in the season and that could be where they sort of take their chances. And the other side, I want to pretty much North Mid as well. They've uh, you know, been champions in the past. I think while it sounds like they've retained most of their players and they've added a couple of additions as well. They've got a guy from Liverpool who's played in their Liverpool Prem, which sounds pretty useful. And they've also got a couple of guys who are British citizens who will be playing as well, who've got some good stats and good sort of reputation of where they played cricket in the past. So, I mean, I'm not, really, not going to rule the others out, obviously, but 
I'll, when it comes to picking, I'll be picking my lowest three, I think, for my for my title challenge or title champ for the champs this season. I'm going to push you to pick one, Sal. You might as well lead the way. If you had to pick one, where would your but where would you go? Well, the obvious answer, the obvious one would be Tennyson. But I'm just going to go on the fact that, as I said, no one's retained the title since two actually, since actually the one day format was introduced. Since that's in, that's been Gen 2000, no one's actually retained the title, which does show how hard it is. You are the target everybody wants. You're the side everybody wants to beat. I'm going to go with Hampstead. Hampstead. Okay. Intriguing. And I, I, I get the angle. I think the point about win-lose cricket is very well made for, for the simple reason that somebody somewhere is going to have to pick up at least 10 points. Whereas in time cricket, particularly at that level, you've got, you, it's harder to win. And I know you get a couple more points if you do win, but you're going to have draws in the game. So if you win the majority of your points, your win-lose fixtures, then you will be in a better place. You'll be in a good place. And I, I do, I do think that that certain teams are very good at that, but very good at the the win lose stuff, and that's really benefited them in in years gone by. Just going to add that, um, really, mate. Sorry, to, I'm, I'm clubs in the, in the division, but you know, they're, they're, as ever, it's going to be a strong prem. You know, the, the likes of Eating will still be chipping away. Crouching, previous champions, Stanmore had a great season last season. You know, the newly recruited sides, Finchley and Bronner, you guys are all on the green, never easy to beat. So. Yeah, I, I do. I have a feeling this year it's going to be a bit tighter than last season, where tennis were sort of quite rampant in, in their title championship. Yeah, I think this year could be a little bit tighter. And also, the weather could play a part. We had a great summer last season. Indications early on so far it may not be just as good. And if it is a case where we get a few, few wet weekends and sort of damp wickets, that could all be, they could be massive points in trying to work out who actually wins the title. But yeah, I'm going to go. Good stuff. I mean, I'm always last off full with this weather thing. You know, so many times you have good Aprils. And then May descends into like pr- pretty crappy March type weather. So fingers crossed, we get the rain out of the way now, and we're going to move seamlessly into a good period of May and June. That's that's my non-Daily Star-based prediction on the weather. So we know the Daily Star was pretty we strong do. last, yeah, yeah, last yeah. year in getting these. Had it right most of the time. So Hill, any thoughts on the prep? Yeah, I think echo a lot of what Sal says. I haven't had that much of an eye on it over the winter. Yeah. I, Teddington just looks like a really seasoned side last year. Not just the quality of their cricketers, the the way they seem to manage games just had had the feel of a of a side above the sort of got above your standard club cricket sides, and I think that strength was sort of through the ranks. So if if they've if they've plugged that spinner gap, my money is still probably on them. And yeah, you've got a clutch of other sides who will who will be looking as always to disrupt that order. Bush, who've you know just moved a position up the table. For the last four or five years, finished second, I think it was last year, maybe. Got a new captain, bit of new energy around the place after the the brilliant job Andrew Wilson did. So you know, I, they'll be there and thereabouts. They always they seem to have a bit of a conveyor belt going at the minute as well. And judging by their game today against Middlesex, I think it was billed as the Middlesex twos, but I think it was more the Middlesex under 18s. But I could see a few new names there as well. So. I, th- I think Bush will push hard again, but I'll, I'll stick with Teddington. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, Teddington, or South says no one ever has, has retained their the title in the modern era, if you want to call it that, with the, with the mixed format. But if anyone could do it, then Teddington are pretty well placed. I mean, my feeling was that Crouch End seemed to, that they always prepare well. They were pretty competitive last year, even though they obviously didn't manage to retain their title. And I know they've, you know, they, that they've been, that they've been sort of trying to strengthen their side too. So, a bit left field, I wouldn't put my mortgage on them, but I do think Craig Jen will be competitive. So, so, so I, I'm going I'm to stick my neck out and say that they're, they might surprise a few people. So I think people will take them as being, I wouldn't say an also ran, 
but they'll they might have seen two years ago as the pinnacle. So a bit left field, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Crouch End. Robert? Yeah, I think probably Teddington as well, but yeah, I, I do what you say what you're saying about Crouch End. They have recruited very well. See Arthur George is gonna be turning up for them this year and then they're heading off to Jersey to take on the national side this weekend. Yeah, no, I think it's always a, I think you mean Godsall. You mean you mean yeah. Arthur Godsall, right? Arthur Godsall. Yeah. Yeah, no, Arthur, George, Arthur still... George. No, Arthur Godsell. Yeah, he's still apologies. formally at Hornby. Yeah, yeah mm. apologies. Yeah, Arthur Godsell. So, no, I, I went to Linton last year. They come up with Trump. So, yeah, I'm going to back, back him again. All good. Well, it makes sense. Can't really argue against against backing them. That, that, that definitely does, does sound like a sensible choice. Okay, so much the Prem. So, Hill, you, you play in Division 1. I try and follow Division 1 a little bit. So, I guess it's probably on the onus is on us to take the lead in terms of what's going to happen there. Now, I want to be putting my money on Acton again, given you lot let us down last year when I predicted you'd win. But you did have a good season, I thought. You were still competitive. How are you seeing Division 1 this year? You know, are Acton up, up and in it again? Yeah, I can deal with the Acton. But first, it, you know, I thought I thought we played a lot of your cricket last year. You know, if, if my, my thinking always is if I get to September with my spirits high and looking forward in some ways to the next season. That season's gone pretty well. You know, getting 120 points is, is pretty good going. Most years that takes you up. You know, we won three of the four games against the two sides who did go up. We'd suggest that wasn't where we, where we lost out. I didn't have to turning up. Okay, that's what... so, you know, turning up in some of those games where you maybe are a bit more of the favourites and, and winning those games. We didn't close out a few games in the middle, middle stretch. But, you know, it was a brilliant, brilliant, Enjoyable season with what was a very, very young side. I mean, I think our average age was around 21, 22 for the, for the most part. So, you know, more of, hopefully more of the same this year. And in this division, as you, as I think the last few years has always been a bit of a top half, bottom half split. And, and ultimately, there's always very fine margins. And we've, we, we at Acton did have, we didn't win those marginal games. You know the Harrison Marys games and potentially a game against Barnes that I look back on. But but for all the teams, everyone will be sort of will be thinking that the margins are quite tight in this league. So you have to turn up eighteen weeks out of eighteen if you want to go up. You know I think I can't really see a weak weak side this year. I know Harrison Harold Town will have come up and I think they'll come up on a real crest of a wave. And I know they've got. Their, their, their recruitment's a bit non-traditional if you think about it, sort of Middlesex traditionalist terms and they've got a real good conveyor belt of people coming through and a, and a good energy through the club at the minute I know their twos are in the Prem as well which is always a good sign of where a club's at Game Down had a bit of a difficult one last year but seems to have picked up a few very decent looking cricketers and I know Tom Edridge has gone back to Southgate so even even the teams who came up are, are probably going to be stronger than the teams that went down last year and the, team, the two teams that have come down, I mean, Richmond have, have never been a weak side. And, and I'm, I'm sure there'll be more of the same this year. And ooh, who else came down last year? Mm. Sorry, who, who I've talked about. But, and, and Harrison Marys will be there or thereabouts. So if we, can, if we can keep our heads, we'll be golden. But I'm sure North London are thinking the same. I'm sure Winchmore Hill are thinking the same. So, yeah, I think I've covered all 10 teams there and not gotten off my fence at all but a tight tight season ahead as Sal, Sal mentioned earlier I think the weather could could play a, a pretty big part this year I, again it's a sort of finger in the air sort of assessment and it'll come down to a few results that, you've there. admirably yeah, not to it. come down off the fence there we've got to all tetted I think <laughs> which is which is to be honest having I, mean, I haven't mentioned Osterley but well, yeah, who knows I what... mean they could finish top yeah they could finish top finish bottom it could be any of that, and I'm always I mean, and, and it is so. one of those divisions. The more I've 
just looked at it over the past week, just trying to work out which players have gone where, which sides look like they may be in the best positions. And the more I've done it, the, the less I've known, really. Certainly all of the guys I've spoken to have recruited. This is one of the things that people who've grown up in London just take for granted, that players come to them. Certainly never happened up in up in the Shropshire. We, we, you know, it just isn't the way of the world. And, and people do come to London for jobs, so, so teams do improve year on year, or they have the opportunity to improve. And I think we see that in... In Division One, I'll come back to you for your prediction last. Then Sal, to heal, if that's okay, because I will. I'll try and nudge you on one team, but I'll say you're not allowed to pick Acton. So we're, I'm sure you were not going to pick Acton anyway, because you're far too nice a bloke. But but I'm going to say you're not allowed to pick Acton. So we'll come back to you for for that. Sal, obviously North London are in the mix in in Division One, and you've got well, you've certainly got Will Jones, who's who's got fitter over the last twelve months from from what I've seen, and he, he's a handful for any batting lineup in that division. And I guess you're probably quite confident the season's going to be going to be a step. Uh, yeah, I think we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll be fine in the division itself. The area we need strength with our batting. We had Jaheed Ali last year join us. who had a great sort of, you know, pedigree and scored runs at Premier League level and played at some good clubs. And he didn't really get as many as we wanted in terms of the runs. So I'm sure he's determined this year to really make up for that. So if we, if we can fire this year and, and you know, score 500 runs plus... And it's sort of low, the middle sort of chip in and help him out as well. Then we'll be fine. I, I mean, as I said, mentioned, he's mentioned nearly everything we'll start in, in the division. And I'm with the same belief as him, really. It's going to be another really competitive division. You know, we've got so many good good players in these sides. Richmond, great history and pedigree. You know, we've got Adam London, captain, and then he's an ex-pro playing, you know, Division One cricket, acting. You know, they always see all, you know, quality, quality guys around his stuff. Doesn't give too much away. And captain as well. I'm going to go a bit left field here, as you'd like to say, Dan. And I think Harrow Town, on the basis of what they've done the last two seasons and how resoundingly they won the league last year, I mean, they didn't win it, they walked it, they smashed it. And I looked at their one-day record in the last two years and they've won every single game, I think, in the last year in the one-day format. They've got Michael Sanjay Mistry, who scored a load of runs last year. I think Wickers as well. He's still around. They've added a couple of players from what I've been told. Got an overseas back as well. He's played a good level in India. They just play attacking cricket, and I think the more bolder and braver you are in any kind of format, it reaps rewards. And I, I think they could be the ones. So I'm going to say Harold Sand probably go disastrously wrong, but I just feel it's it's up for grabs to see this division. You know, anyone could do it, but I just think they they'll play with no fear. Obviously, they'll have the old adage: we we want to make sure we've got enough points to stay up, and we know that, that's what we're here for. But and they, they're capable of scoring runs, capable of bowling sides out. They have match winners in with bat and ball. I'm not saying what clubs don't have that. And they'll be really hungry and you know up for it. So I'm going to say Harold Town. And that, that I would argue there's not going to be too many sides in the whole league that play as positively as Harrow Town. They, if they bat first, they want to be 100 for naught of 10. But if they're 50 for six of eight, then they'll back their seven and eight to carry it on, won't they? That, that there really is a positive vibe to, to their cricket. As you say, they may come a cropper. They've had two promotions on the bounce, but I did see them a little bit last year in the flesh, and, and I thought, yeah, they, they look like a club that's. Just moving forward, so I don't. I don't think that's a, as left field as some choices might have been. I think they, they I think will be somewhere. It's shown it. in the past. If you win your leagues by, you know, if you get if you, if you come up on the basis of winning by maybe five or six points, it's it's never easy in the next division up. But if you win by margins that they've done, it shows that they're ready you know, to, to to cope with the next challenge. I think so. History again shows that if you win your division, you get promoted, and you win in excess 20, 30 points. You're far too good for what you played in. And challenges can you do what's going to come up next? And I think they can. Yeah, absolutely. Robbo, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I think, you know, likes of Harrow Town, it'll be interesting to see what happens if they have two or three losses. You know, when the chips are down, will people step up 
when they're taking on some of these big clubs like the Richmond and Hornsey and the likes. Yeah, if they go on a run, I think they're they're a bit unstoppable because they have played that such positive positive cricket. But for, for me, I think the team with the most most depth and with the most experience at at a higher level is is Richmond. So I can't. I I think Richmond will be one or two. I'm going to go that that they'll be champions. But I take what everyone else is saying. It's going to be a, a very tight tight race because everyone's going to be competitive and we and when we're talking about a team that's been promoted from division two last year being potentially one that's going to be go up again we know, we know it's going to be a tight a tight shift yeah i think that's a fair call i mean richmond they've they've been relegated before they, they know what it's like in division one and i think crucially that they won't be expecting it to be a walk in the park you know that the old stages around the club the chris golders of this world will be will be battering that message home that they've got no divine right to go back up but yeah you know that they They've recruited a couple of more guys from Jersey. They've got quite strong Jersey connections. I mean, they've got some of their, their really good youngsters who are away at uni at the beginning of the season. So that, that might that might affect them at, at the beginning. But but I think they're probably a little bit stronger on paper this year than they were last year. So I, I don't think they'll be they'll be a million miles away. I, mean, I know that Jules, I never pronounce his surname, South Summerhour. Summerhour. Yeah. yeah. Now he certainly whacks it, but he's he's gone back to or he's gone to Crouch End. So so they won't have him. But I, I think Richmond will be will be the team that most people look to just because the size of the club as you know if they're beating Richmond on a Saturday then the club will feel they're doing really well because Richmond are certainly one of the go-to sides Hornsey have signed a lot of players they've got a quite a nice little connection with with Leeds University and I, I know they've got a few few guys who just graduated from Leeds and have played good cricket there who are who are coming down to, to the southeast and they recruited another chap from the from the Cheshire League so I think Hornsey are going to try and make a play for coming back I think that's that's very much on their agenda their bowling's always good, and I know they've recruited a couple more bowlers, so that they will definitely be a side who who are going to be tough to tough to bat against. I'm going to go to Harris and Marys. Actually, they come third the last two years. I mean, Rabbi Patel's been around the houses more times than he probably cares to remember. He knows what's going on there. It's not the easiest place to go and win games of cricket. They do play well at home, and I, I think maybe maybe this year will be their year because they they've been so consistent over the last two. Again, would I put my mortgage on it? Nope. But I, I do think they're, they're, they're a tough side to beat. And if, if they're in the, in the mix at the end of the season, then, then, then you know, I, I think they're the type of folks who, who, who know how to win, win those crucial games. So I'm going to go for Harrison Marys. So we'll come to you last. Where, where, where are you going? Um, yeah, I think the head sort of says Richmond. All, uh, yeah, what I don't know is whether they're, go- they're going to be shopping in the pool that they usually shopping in the supermarket that they usually do. Or whether they, they trust a bit more of the trust the younger kids coming through at the club, that obviously has an impact on how you shape up. To, but they'll be strong. I'll, I'll if I was to, if I was to pick a side, I'll, I'll go Hornsey. They seem to have picked up a, a, a few bodies, and they seem to be becoming a sort of younger side. And 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 blokes have played together, as you say, at university, etc., which always helps. What so I'll, I'll go with Hornsey. Hornsey. Is they got a new groundsman this year? And speaking to Chetan tell about this and he said there can't be too many groundsmen too many clubs who've got groundsmen who've actually had the responsibility of preparing test match wickets and this groundsman did so in New Zealand he, he was actually told right test match is on I think it was Wellington and you better make sure that the 22 yards is good so if he's preparing test match wickets he probably knows a thing or two about grass so maybe Hornsey will be a, a pretty good place to go and, to go and play so so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll then see how they go moving into division two Rob I'm going to start with you on this one again division two always pretty competitive there's always lots going on and, and there's certainly a couple of sides there who 
got relegated from Division 1, he'll want to bounce back. I'm thinking the Highgates and, and, and the Brenthams. What's your take on their chances? I, I think in that division, again, it's it, it can be a bit of an unknown in that division. It's a difficult division to, to call each year. But I think East Coast had a reasonable season last year, and I think they'll go close. Wickham House, obviously, and Kenton come out of our, our division. Wickham House have kept the majority of their squad together, and they've picked up a Nepalese under-19 international. So he, he, he's, he's, he's joined their ranks. But whether or not they've got the ability to, to push the upwards in that division, I, I don't know. Yeah, so I think I think East Coast, I think they've got a good good overseas this year. They picked up an Australian chap. I can't quite remember his details, but I think, um, yeah, East Coast, you know, they're, they're, again, another pretty big club. Got a good junior section. They'll probably see see themselves that they deserve to play in the top two divisions of Middlesex Club cricket. So I think I think East Coast, for me, this year, will will, will do the business. Sounds pretty logical. I certainly always love playing at East Coast. It's a great place to play. It yeah. feels like a you know a top-notch club. Um, Seal, you write a lot about it. What's your take on where we are with that? Yeah, I think East Coast's a good shirt, although whoever they're overseas has got massive, massive shoes to fill because they had the best player vision by a country mile in, in Trent Keep last year, who's, who's not coming back, who in fact has retired from cricket due to multiple concussion-related issues in his, oh in his late 20s. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. That's yeah, and East Coast have have a hot, will have a decent side. I think Wickham House will be interesting because they've got they've got a few good young talented cricketers. They've added the Nepalese overseas, Sachin Sharma, whom Matt mentioned. They've got a good cricketer, a good left arm spinner from Trailfinders, a young kid called Yawatari, who also picked up thirty odd wickets last year when Trailfinder in a in a Trailfinder side that went down. Mm. But the interesting side for me are, are Kenton, who also were, was strong in in Div Four. And, and came up with Wickham House and massively the recruitment of the Kayum brothers. So Hamza Kayum, who played for East Coast and was, again, up there amongst the best players in that division. And Imran Kayum, of course, played for Kent for a number of years. And, and they had a brief at East Coast last season or the season before that. Went back off, uh, back to the Hertfordshire leagues, I think it was, and now are back in Middlesex. And those two will be very handy cricketers in Division 3. I hear Highgate have, have picked up a few and Indian Jabkana have, have also a few. You know, they had they had the Afghan international Mahibullah Aurya Kel, who's match winner on his day, that they can string together some of those consistent performances remains to be seen. But yeah, I think I'd be I'd be keeping a very close eye on on, on Kenton, along with just the users just such as Highgate who who came down. Brenton could have an interesting season, I, I suspect. They've 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 struggled in the last couple of years and have, have lost Probably their standout cricketer, who I understand has joined you guys at yeah. Twickenham. Yeah, he's going to have to go in the Prem. Yep. A lot of runs missing in that side. Um, so I think if I was looking at the other end of the table, I think Brentham ran that, that side of anyway, but I'd be a bit worried unless they have recruited others. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know much about the details, but yeah, Preet Patel was a big player for them in the side that was struggling. So yeah, yeah. And, you 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 think that they would be looking for stable to stabilise themselves in the division rather than necessarily to to, to bounce back. So, so Hill, who would you go with? I go Kenton. It's a bit of a left field shout. Um, although in all of this, I haven't mentioned the scourge of Acton Tony Sayers, who who will be doing Tony Sayers things at Enfield, and, and that makes them a dangerous prospect. As, as no, I've always. never seen Tony play. Right, I, I've seen enough scorecards with his innings in them, but he's not not that keen on leaving the ball alone. Right, so, not, seen never talk play when you die. I've seen Neville Talbot play. Yes. Uh, okay. And then yeah. Terry says. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Kenton. 
Seems fair enough. Yep, yep. Uh, and then they've done pretty well. You know, they, 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 they look like a club that's bouncing back after, a, after I guess, a relatively tough few years. Um, Sal, what are your thoughts on the two? Just quick on East Coast. Uh, yeah, Trent Keith obviously not around. Fantastic, obviously, last year with Batten Ball. They've also lost one of their really good young players, whom I went on to, Stanmore, Middlesex cricketer, very good batter. So they've lost two batters there who will contribute run-wise. So hopefully Harpool will carry, carry the top order for them. Yeah, what you guys have mentioned, yeah, I sort of echo, really. The side you haven't really mentioned, I actually umpired him two-time last year, was Harrow. They've got two batters who, who, I could, who I think could probably play Div 1 comfortably, Ronald Etienne and T. Lesporus. Two fantastic batters, um, and neither of them are shrinking violets, are they? No, I mean when I mean Etienne exactly. He he's in the old sayers tall but kind of well. He can run in when he has to, but he's a quality batter. And so and Lesbos role was really good last season. My only concern for them was in the bowling department, where they probably lack a seam bowler of, of, of real quality can bowl long spells. They've got some really good young players coming through there. I think they're on the nineteens, on the seventeens last year. One, two, three competitions. have got to finals. So there's a lot of good young talent coming through. They've got as I said, two guys I mentioned who are fantastic players. If they recruited a seam bowler who's able to do what I've just said, then they could be dangerous. We obviously mentioned Highgate and they've got Josh Fisher signed for them and Donkers is still there as well. I know Johan texted me and couldn't talk much to trying to get another deal over the line before the season starts. So he's furiously working behind the scenes trying to get a few more boys in. But I, I like the sound of Kenton as well. Kyan Brothers played a very good level of cricket. I mean, you know, Imran's played county level cricket. So, shows how good he is. Shop and June has also gone there as well. So, you've got three guys who, who can bat and probably score in excess of between them a thousand runs, you'd hope. Kalpesh Karad's captain, good sprinter as well. So, got two good sprinters in the side. Seam department's pretty solid. Again, how much influence will their ground be, though, in the games? I don't know. I mean, obviously, they know, they know it like the back of their hand. They play their week in, week out. And yeah, so on that basis, with their recruitment, with the players they've got from last year still, I'm going to go Kenton. Yeah, I see, I see the angle. I mean, one side we haven't really mentioned then, you mentioned Shop and Jim moving across from, to Kenton from Wembley. Now, Wembley is one of those sides that every, every time I think about it, every year I look at them, they're either going up or down. It's never a dull season with Wembley. There's, there was something going on. And, and certainly the second half of last season wasn't a pretty experience. For them that they, they lost, I, I'm not even sure they won a game in the second half of the season. Actually, they, 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 I may be may be wrong there, but they, they certainly had a poor second half of the season. And you know, Chupan going across to going across to Kenton won't help them because he is one player who can score runs at the top of the order. I don't know what their overseas situa- situation is like, but I'm thinking, following my logic, if they either or very near to going up or down, I'm thinking they may be struggling a bit. I'm Akil Greenwich who is playing at the Essex Leeds, I think, this year. So that's. That's too Lynchpin's gone. So, but you know they, they've they've got a dangerous bowling attack who, who can do things. So I'm sure they'll win win games, and hopefully they will keep them out of trouble and looking upwards because yep. they are a good club. Yeah, I mean I always enjoyed playing at Wembley. I, I, I really did, and I, I do think that you know that, that they have good years and bad years, and, and it just rolls on with them. You know, if the, yesterday was good, this year may be different. But but I do I, I do see things looking quite tough at, at this at this point in the cycle for them. The only other thing I was going to mention is that Indian Jim, they've signed Parminder Singh. From, um, oh, wow. And he's playing. Didn't know that. That's uh, a big sign. Yeah, no, he's carrying a beer barrel around with him. Yeah, that level, he'll be, he'll be dangerous at that level. Exactly what I was going to say. So, you know, he's, still got a, he's, got, he's, got a, he's got a bowling action that is, is, is a joy to watch. How often he's going to play, I don't know. And he's, he's left on very good terms. He's, he's just not been able to play as regularly for us. And 
in the Premier Division, you know, he, he struggled a little bit physically with it all. But yeah. I just thought for Indian Jim, if they can oh. get him to play 15 games, particularly in the time cricket, he, he will have some sort of impact. Well, him one end, be and the other end, but the Singh from the other end and him from one end be pretty, you know, tough. pretty tough yeah. for anyone. Absolutely. So I think Palm and Palmy's, you know, it's a great guy. But beware if he says he'll he'll fit you a new extension. You know, our club <laughs> captain is is still waiting for that to be finished. But that's another issue. Uh, so so yeah, I think Indian Jim might be one to look at. Keep an eye on. Certainly their bowling looks good. I'm going to go for Wickham House. So I, I think Wickham House have in, in, improved a lot over the last twelve months. They did have a few palpitations towards the end of last season, and I thought they might be bodging up that promotion, but they didn't. They got over the line, and uh, and yeah, I've got a feeling that the, the times might be might be looking up for them. So I'm going to go for Wickham House just to. You know, just just to mix it up a little bit, really. So we'll see where we go with that. Div three, Robo. This is Actonians division. Are Actonians going to be having an end of season promotion party in the ones this year? Um, it's a bit of a rebuilding season for us, I think. Oh dear, that, that didn't sound like a good. Start yeah, we've we've put in a new so. skipper this year, and yeah, I think we'll be stronger than last year. Our main run scorer from a couple of years ago, he's he's had discs in his back and things. So he's he's going to be back to Gurpreet Dami, which is which is good for us. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's you know he's he's pretty fairly good cricketer. We've picked up a few few chaps. We've picked up a guy called James Beach, who's from Vaughan Cricket Club in in Birmingham. Oh. So he plays the reason played a reasonable standard, which is pretty positive. And then we've picked a couple of guys up who are pretty solid cricketers. They've played at one's played at Stanmore, one's played at Hampstead, albeit in the in the twos and threes. But saying that, they're still reasonable cricketers for for our level so yeah we're, we're confident we probably in the past we've been probably a little bit guilty of not putting enough focus on our first 11 we sort of had this sort of one one club mentality trying to look after everyone but we're trying to put a bit of, a little bit more focus on our first 11 because as we talk about it a lot of clubs are judged on their first 11 which I don't think is right personally but so it's just trying to just trying to build and put a plan in place so I'm confident we'll have a good year, whether or not we'll we'll get promoted or not is, is another question. But in terms of in terms of our in terms of our division, in terms of division three, I think it's probably Alexander Park's division to lose, in my opinion. You know, Sean Gomez and Kadeem Nepo, they're both very good players and they're back at, at Ali Pally this year. You've got Jimmy Abbott, who's a pretty shrewd northerner who seems We're all to rally from the north. Sorry. Well, yeah. We're all shrewd from the north. He seems to rally the troops well, top bloke. And uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be theirs to lose. Whether or not, if they get a few injuries from some of their top players, whether or not they've got enough, enough depth to kick on, I don't know. Chiswick, what about London Tigers, Robbo? I mean, London yeah. Tigers or Strong is the interesting one. Can be good, can be not so good. Yeah, it's one of those clubs. They just seem to have a they have a lot of players rolling in and rolling out. It's hard to keep an idea of who's coming and who's going. But they all seem to have a reasonable amount of cricketers who know what they're doing. Again, whether or not they can they can string enough wins together and have it have they got enough enough depth is is the big question but certainly they've got enough experienced cricketers who know what to do and they've played higher divisions and other clubs in Middlesex so I think I think they'll go okay Chiswick have picked up a really good overseas from Australia from from Melbourne from Warman Cricket Club and again they're, they're a little bit like us they're trying to put a bit more focus in the first 11 they see the benefits of getting their of how, how their club's viewed within the cricketing community by getting their team up a few few higher divisions and they've they've got quite a number of teams there. Their second eleven is also quite a good side. And lots of Rad Simi and, and Alex Kirkpatrick and Leith Cowie, you know they, they know what they're doing in that division. So I think they'll go close. But in my opinion, Alexandra Parks to, to to lose really. The two teams that come down again, Trailfinders. They've they've really they've lost Hanif Alexander 
and also Jack McIver, the, the Western Australian, and Daniel Wells. And someone mentioned, was it you, Sahil, the young spinner? He's gone away to, to Wickham House. So they scored the bulk of the runs last year and took the bulk of the wickets. So I, I don't think they'll realistically have a crack at promotion, although they have held on to Shabir's mare. You know, he's yeah. he's, a, he's certainly a big fish in a small pond in, in our division. But I don't think one player will, will win, you, win you the division, although he, you know, he definitely will go close to 800 runs in that division. There's no probably no doubt about that. So yeah, yeah, that's probably probably my opinions. Ali Ali Pally for the for the promotion, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I can see that Ali Pally were pretty strong last year and were in it all the way. So and if they kept most of their team, and it sounds like they have, and Gomez is still there, big big name in that division too, then then I'd be quite surprised if they're not somewhere near. So I must admit I was going to go for them as well. So Hill, did you have any any thoughts on this one? Uh, some clubs in an upward trajectory, and and some sort of on a, in a, in a if not downward, more plateauing. And I certainly put Actonians and, and, and Chiswick in, in that category. I think I think Chiswick are primed for a shorter div- Division 2 sooner rather than later. I think they've been building up their facilities of, of, are improving very, very quickly and they are attracting a bit more attention. That's becoming a nicer catchment area as well for more and more critters to move to. And their clubhouse also has a lovely pub on site effectively and they do lovely roasts. So, you know, that's... that's, that's, that's they do lovely roasts. Yeah, they do. Sal, you, did you hear that? News to me, that one. Let's add it to my you list. Need to get yourself a, a yeah, slot yeah, of Chiswick. Yeah. I'm pouring, yeah, mate. Yeah, let's get that list. sort of the tea option, but they're certainly available on the side there. So yeah, I think I I probably go somewhere like Chiswick. Not really had that in Ali Pali, although I, I know the couple of their players of the sort of Portuguese internationals are are really sort of quality cricketers at certainly at that level. But yeah, I'll stick with Chiswick. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, one club I think is, is going to be worth looking at is Old Isle Worthians. Obviously, came up from the division below last year. Certainly, that they're, they're they're trying to sort of improve what they do on and off the field. I know they've got four sides this year, and they sorry, no, all four sides went up last year. So, so that's that's pretty impressive as a club. You're clearly going forward in some ways there. So, I'm not saying they're going to go up. They're not my tip, but I do think it'll be worth looking. You know, and his guys to see see where they are. Say nice. As I'd say, you know, Tower Hamlet who are a dangerous side. They've got some good cricketers, and I know Ramadan affects them, them every oh, yeah. every early part of the season. And and the gods have have smiled on everyone this year by effectively skipping the league season, Ramadan wise. So if they can get good early season availability because they always seem to be playing catch up in the league. If they could go on a run early, uh, you never know. Absolutely. Yeah, I forgot about the Ramadan point because it has it, it does inevitably have an impact and, and of course it, it won't this year. Sal, do you have, do you have a tip for, for this division? Yeah, I'm going to, on my notes, I've got that AP. Basically, just back to what everyone else says, two, two cricketers are a very good level, one's a very good bat. Sean Graham has, you know, he's shown in the past how good he is and Kadim Nipo, who's a very good spinner, can also bat as well, actually. He's not a bad bat himself, but when it comes to, I know we keep talking about, you know, was kind of winning you promotion he when it comes to the longer format game then he can bowl unlimited overs he'll be in a real handful against anyone really so and yeah as, as, as matt said jim jim is a really good captain got a nice way of leading his side there's a nice atmosphere in that club as well for old 11 so there's a real sort of like good positive sort of vibe going on there so i think yeah i think ap could be i mean obviously they need people to sort of step up can't just rely on the two guys they've got in the side but there are players who can do that so i think ap could be and the ones who win this year, so they're my tip. No pressure if anyone from Ali Pali is listening. Three of the four of us have gone for AP. And given 
that not all of us have stunning track records in terms of predictions. You should be worried, folks. You should be worried because something will inevitably go wrong. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I, I think they, they look like a strong outfit, all else being equal. In terms of Division 4, we're getting into the terrain here where we, we as, as four individuals, don't know as much about the ins and outs of each club. So we're looking at broader patterns here. But certainly in Division 4, I think it, it, it's worth noting a couple of names, and that's that Lanka Lions had you know a very impressive overseas last year. I don't know if he's back, who played a good quality professional cricket in Sri Lanka in years gone by. And they, they were in the promotion race for most of the season. So, so they're one side that I think might be worth keeping an eye on and look, certainly looking to see whether that OP has returned. And Willow Leather have had two promotions in two years and they've been pretty impressive in both of those campaigns. So I guess Willow Leather will be another one to, 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 keep, to keep an eye on. I think I'm going to go ultimately on for London Sportif and that's simply because they came up very impressively from Division 5 last season. I couldn't tell you too much about the ins and outs of their team, but they'll be coming into this division with a degree of momentum. So that's the side I'm going for. Sal, can you build on that? On Lanka Lions, the overseas is now Cat 1 player, so I think he's still here. So he's no longer an overseas. Oh, sport. OK. So he's, he's a resident. Sally Saman, I think his name was. He's, he's, that's that's yeah. him. Yep. He's still here. I'm going to go with Sal tip last year, which is Besbra. They came third, just fell short in the end. And um, they came through very, very well at the end, didn't they? They, they had a good run. And yeah. unfortunately, just didn't get through. But what they did have last year within their side was two guys who can, who can bat and who can bowl and did that very, very well. And I think they're both still around the season. So in terms of when it came to the stats, they had a guy called Hiram Patel, who scored over 800 runs. And they had a bowler called Ajahn Sivakumar, who took four set wickets. Mm. Them two are still playing for them this season. Okay. I don't know if they yeah. are, but I think they are because I looked at it playlist on, on the website if them two are still around then and they pick up another decent overseas I think last year was pretty good as well then they could be challenging so I'm going to go Bespra Fair enough Robbo do you know I mean the two sides that came down last year Eileen Canwellians if I got this right and probably Headstone Manor right um, the it? other team was Stoke Newington um, yeah yeah. And chance for those two to bounce back or oh, well Stoke Newington they're a very young side I think they'll struggle at the start of the season because I have boys away at university and doing exams and things. But come June or July, I think they'll go well. They've also, they're also running a lot of teams and they've got quite a big catch in the area there because, as we know, there's not a lot of cricket clubs in that area. So you know, if you're new to London, you move to Hackney, that's probably the club you're going to go to. And young people seem to want to move to that part of London now. So they all seem to, to pick up a couple of good players during the course of the season who have moved to London. So I think I think they'll go okay, but for me, probably I think I think Bisbra are going to go close. Hiram Patel, he's pretty pretty good player, played against him before. Yeah, I think I think I think they'll go well. Ellingham Wellians, again, they probably struggle a little bit, a little bit of depth, but they've got a bit of an aging side, but they've got enough cricketers at that level to to go well. And yeah, they they are in the division above for about three or four years, held their place reasonably comfortably. So. They'll be there or thereabouts, but I think Bisbra this year will be my pick to to come back up to come into Division Three. Fair enough, fair enough, Sahil. They've, you know, they've been developing nicely ever since they went down from Division Two. They've had a couple of tough years, but last year seemed to be a year of consolidation and looking up again. I, I think they'll be pretty strong. Stoke Newington's an, an interesting one because we've had a couple of young kids in there from their twos and threes coming and sort of net with us over the winter and, and if that's the quality sort of knocking about in their twos and threes I'm surprised their ones on making a bit more of a bit more of a push so interesting um, okay. but, but there is always that gap as, as a young side that you need to bridge particularly 
in some of those options three and four where I think there's there's a different set of challenges and the cricket cricket's no easier just because it's lower down the tiers is just a very different source of challenge and and a young side may find that trickier to handle. But yeah, I'll stick with Bespera, but there's a few other half decent sides there. Yeah, I mean, I think all of these divisions, we, I can't stress enough, lots of sides have got lots of good reasons to think that they may have good seasons. And then also, if you don't believe you're going to have a good year in April, then just, just I don't know, that's, that's not awfully positive at all about, about the, the cricket you think you're going to be playing. You know, I'd hope that people are, are pretty optimistic about their chances, and it sounds like most most sides are. Division 5, now, I, I, again, I'll, I'll, I'll stick my neck out straight away on this one, in that I've, I've predicted for the last two seasons that Swami Bapa would go up. They haven't gone up in either, but they did come third last year. And they did actually get into the habit of scoring runs a bit more frequently than they had. That was their issue. They could bowl sides out, but they, they did have the odd collapse in them. And, and that ultimately, I think, cost them any chance of, of, of promotion. So I'm going to start off by saying Division 5 Swami Bapa. Sal, do you, do you want to add on that? So this, it's the, saying, the saying goes, is it fail to prepare, prepare to fail? Is that one that you've heard of saying That's before? a phrase that's out there, yep. Okay, that, that can't, cannot be said of London Super Kings. Um, so last week I was at home Saturday, just plotting around, put the TV on, popped on YouTube. There's a game taking place, and it was London Super Kings. They've actually played three games in the last two weekends. Now that's been ready. And you've watched eye. every minute. Oh, minute, those, minute. No, no, all no, one no. to the end, mate. Yeah, we've seen that. We moved for the <laughs> so they've had seven hours of your life going to be gone, mate. No. But yeah, no, not joking. So they, impressive, though, to be honest. Yeah, they played last week. not being great. We played last week, and they played today and played yesterday. So we had three games of cricket already. But these guys, these guys are keen. So they're not going to be, you know, not ready at all when the season starts. So I'm going to go with them. They got promotion last season. They had a guy actually last year who scored, who played seven games, scored a double century. A guy called Abhi I'm not sure if he's around this year. If he's around this year as well and he's he's playing, watch out, Division 5. That's what I say. So Super Kings is my... Is well, they were very impressive in Division 6, weren't they? We, yeah, we were talking about them every week as, as, as scoring bonkers numbers of runs. So uh, they can carry that on and they... they they're not being a bad place. So Super Kings, okay, that makes that makes sense. I mean, they've got to be the only side that played three preseason games as well. So it can't be many have got no even thought about it, let alone done it. So respect due to them. Robo, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I don't have too many opinions on it, but I think I just got down my list here. Sony, Sony Bapa. I think they got their second team back in the league this year, so I think things are looking up for them. Yeah, I, I know that they they train pretty much all winter as well. So uh, yeah, they take it pretty seriously. They're yeah, they do love, love the agree with those boys. So. I think they'll be there or thereabouts, but I'm picking him to be promoted this year. Good, good. Sir Hill? Um, I must admit, this division's a bit of a, a bit of the Wild West for me. Um, yeah, I've heard very well finishes of the name I know there, but I know they haven't had the best couple of years. Yeah, I, I'd maybe go London Super Kings if, if Sal's intel is indeed correct. <laughs> Makes sense. I think with Perryvale, yeah, trying to avoid getting deducted sixty points would be a good start. Yeah, that that definitely didn't didn't help them massively last season. So so yeah, they, they've got a pedigree that's higher than this division. So there'll be plenty of reasons to think that they should be able to be, be competitive in it. New Caledonians also traditionally are, are one of the strongest sides here, and they they certainly on a, on a good day can can beat most teams. So so they may be one to look out for. But it looks like the smart money between us four is probably just about the Swami Bapa though. So we'll see. We'll see how those guys go. Division six, Sal, any thoughts on that one? We do know a few of these teams. I've been around a little bit. So um, where do you think it's going to go? I've got strong thoughts on this one. They let me down last season for all variety of reasons. Uh, point deduction, game not being played at the ground for some reason or another. Stallions. Stallions on their day last season. I knew season. you were going to go there. Well, yeah, I... I've got to stick with them because they owe me one. 
Again, talking about stats, they had a guy last year, Zeeshan Chowdhury, scored 899 runs in 12 innings, averaging 89.0. Now, if he's going to play this season again, he's in demand. He's the man to look out for. So, Stalin's for me. Stalin, if you're listening, please just, you know, behave yourselves, do what needs to be done, get the keys to the ground sorted beforehand, you know, whatever. Get your registrations in. Registrations in, please, okay? And you'll coast that league, I reckon. So, Stalin's for me. Well, I'm going to go Stalin as well for the same reason. They came up last year and were, or, or, or they, they did very well last year. Let's leave the points deduction to one side. So I'm going to, going to go for that, Karen. Last year, I, I went for North Salt Manor on the basis that when Robbo and I did our tour of the grounds 18 months ago, which, which was, which was fantastic, Robbo. I still look back very fondly at that. They, they were the ones who were ready when I got there. They had the cups of tea ready. I'm being honest, a bit sugary for my taste, but but I'll take anything that's that's prepared as lovingly as it was by the North Alt Manor guy. So I wish them really well. Not sure they're the team I'll go for, but I, I say that they're my they're, they're the one I'm rooting for. But I, I think Stallions are, are going to be the one I I where my pin falls, as it were. Robbo, anything? I've got down. Yeah, United Sporting Club. I don't know anything really about them, but I see they had a fairly good season last year. They finished joint second, but for whatever reason. Weren't promoted, so United Sporting Club. I'm sure they'll have a score to settle and be desperate to go one better this year. Yeah, I'm also pleased they're not in the same division as United Sports. It is a bit sort of Monty yeah. Python, people's today yeah. in front, and it with United Sports and United Sporting Club, but they are definitely two different different cricket teams. So it's a hill. Um, I'll go United Sporting Club just for simple reason that they finished the or South Harrow, a reasonably known entity, I think. Let's go South Harrow. Let's... Okay. Makes sense to me. Now, if we, <laughs> we say we don't know much about Division 6, well, well, if this is even possible, we know less about Division 7 other than the names of the teams in it. But that's not going to stop me making a prediction, folks. And I'm going to go for... I was tempted to go for the Ultimate Warriors had they called themselves the Ultimate Warriors. But now that they haven't called themselves and I don't know if they've been pushed to change the name or they decided to do it of their own volition. I'm not going to go for them. I'm going to go for the London Desperados. And please don't ask me why. I've got no idea. Other than I'm going to go for the Desperados as being my my star for ten, and I wish them well. Big fan of the Eagles, Dan Hoff. Not averse to the Eagles. Not averse. So yeah, that might be a good enough reason, is it? Any? So Desperados for me, Sal. I'm going to go London Warriors. One on the basis because I like their name originally, and they've changed it, but it's not an issue for me in, in regards to selecting them. And also, the one their players is Atif Nawaz, who does a lot of cricket commentary on Radio Five. Oh yeah, Just special. He plays for them. He's a nice guy. I like his commentary, so that's my that's my selection. Well, at least you have a reason for picking them, <laughs> which, which is more than some of us might have. So, all good, Robert. Hillington Meadows, I think for me, it's good to see another Hillington Borough-based club back in the league after we lost Uxbridge. Someone was telling me that there's only one left in the whole of the county league, being Eastcote. So, um, is that right? Well, yeah, I, I did not know that. Which that's is, not great, is it? Yeah, I think there's about. Uh, I know this because I work for local government. About three hundred thousand people live in that in that borough, and for only the one club in our league is not fantastic. So, yeah, Hullington Meadows for me. Yeah, well, I hope they go well on that basis alone. Actually, yeah, okay, good stuff. Last prediction of the year. Uh, oh, we'll go Tamil United. Uh, they came down from Division Six. Yes, yeah. I'd have thought that the Tamil leagues are pretty strong. Uh, so, if they wanted to go and recruit a couple of players to to, to bring them up. Uh, I reckon Tamil United could pull that off. So I'll go Tamil United. Seems 
pretty logical to me. All good. Right, well, I've noted all those down, guys. They will be held against you. And, of course, we'll look back in week 19, as it is, and, and, and we'll all shake our heads at how we got it all horrifically wrong. But we'll see if we can, we can grasp the, the, the title away from Sal with his three predictions that were correct in 2022. Any other stuff you want to fling our listeners before we close? Guys, any, any, any observations that we need to be aware of moving into May? No. There's only two things I was going to mention very quickly. First of all, about registrations. Paul Smith is, is, is always really good at communicating the process to do with registrations. It's not always straightforward. Things do change. So, so my advice is to anyone who's listening, don't leave it till the last week. And, you know, if you want to make the mistakes, make them now. So at least you've got a few days to put them right. Uh, and so, yeah, get, get those registrations in. It's much better to have players registra- registered and never play than, than not have enough players come week one of the season. So that's one thing. The other one is like the cricket balls will play with. Certainly Sahil and I, we, neither of us managed to get to the spring meeting for different reasons. And so we, we've, we've been speaking to Nick Brown about picking our cricket balls up. Don't leave that for the last minute. Either if you're in the same position as Ashton, as Acton or Twickenham were, then, then get in touch with Nick Brown. You need those match balls. You'll have to pay £100 fine for not being at the meeting, but you need the match balls to play the game. So make sure you speak to Nick about that. Rob, I had a question about representative teams. Are you still heading up the representative team four? Now, let me get this right. Division three and four, is that right? Division two and three this year. Two and three, yeah. Yeah, so we've got a game at the end of May. I think it's against the Hearts and Essex Border League. I don't know anything about them at all. I think they feed into the Shepherd's Name Essex League. So, yeah, I'm going to be – we'll get something out on the website shortly about that. Yeah, so stay tuned. And, um, yeah, I'll get something on the website so anyone interested can get in touch about that. So, yeah. And I, and I presume it is, you, you do welcome people just dropping your line saying, you know, this guy's good pedigree, new to the area, keep an eye on him. Maybe he'll be the right guy for you. That, that's welcome, isn't it? That sort yeah, of, absolutely. I think, I think for, for us, it's, it's, it's not a case of just trying to get 11 players out in the park. We'll, we'll try and pick the best 11 players that we think will represent those two divisions. So I'll be talking to you guys as well about who those, who those 11 players are. And so I'll be trying to, trying to get the strongest team as possible on the pitch. So we are well represented in that, in that particular competition. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. And last but not least, Sal, where's your first appointment of the season? Can you reveal where you are in week one or is that not yet? No. I haven't been. Well, we know who we've got. I don't think they've been put on the website yet, so I better not mention just in case Paul or the panel that I want me to mention. Oh, yeah. Right. They've not been publicly. I don't think they've been. Publicly. They've been allocated. All the umpires know where they were going to be for the first five weeks, I think it is. But I don't think they're on the website yet. So maybe I'll hold fire, hold on, fire that. on that one. All good. Cool. Well, go well. Those of those of you who are playing, obviously Sahil will be. Robbo, you're you're back donning the whites this season, are you? Yep, yep. This weekend, uh first eleven are taking on oh sorry, next weekend, our first eleven taking on South Hempstead. And our second and third eleven are at uh, Headstone Manor. So looking forward to that. And just to just to mention about the Instagram page, uh, yep. if clubs could just copy in the county league with their preseason results and we'll get that we'll get that up on the on the Instagram page. So we can get a bit of an idea about how teams are going and how they're shaping up for the, the coming season. I believe you on that. Instagram's still a little bit beyond me, Robbo. Sorry, I'm really much more of a fuddy dunny than you may realise. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I hear from others that the Instagram page is great. So, so super stuff there. Folks, thanks very much for your time. Go well when the season kicks in. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll know that touch base as the weeks go by. Thanks very much. Cheers, Dan. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye. 
Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.